Brian, where are you going to be? Who cares? I'm a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit. Tampa, Florida. Two weeks from now, you come out to the Improv, Tampa Improv, the 15th and the 16th. Then I got Port Charlotte, the Visani Theater. I'll be there. Then Wise Guys, Vegas at the end of the month. I Let's hear go. great things about that, about yeah. that club. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, next weekend, I am in, uh, I am in, I go to El Paso on the 8th, Corpus Christi on the 9th. Okay. Then we go to, I'm going to uh, Virginia on April 22nd, Baltimore on April 23rd. And then at the end of the month, we go in Palmdale, mm. Chicago. And then we close it out with another Texas run. Highway to the Danger Zone. Ribbons. Ribbons. We cut you to ribbons. Guys, tell your friends about the show. The show is blowing up. We show up in the top 200 all the time. It's just, so exciting. Just, I Free love feed. it. For, all right, listen. Brian, let's I'm get do to work. Brian. I don't even want to talk about self-promotion. Okay. I want to get to work. Okay. All Go right? On. People ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep waters, deep waters, deep waters. Conspiracy Social Club, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. We're live. We are live in it to win it in the den, in the dojo. You're in Austin. You're in Austin. This I'm going to be in Austin this week. Very excited to be be there. Uh, just go to samtriplee.com again. Austin this Friday and Saturday. And then I will be uh, two weeks after that. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. And then the week after that, I am in Indianapolis, home of basketball champions at Helium. I'm in Des Moines, Iowa, Funny Bone, April 30th to May 1st, Phoenix, Arizona, CB Live, May 6th to the 9th, Tampa, Florida, Improv, May 21st to the 22nd, San Antonio, Texas, June 3rd to the 5th at LOL Comedy Club. Dude. I got a story for you. This is my old, this is my most senior moment ever right here. I I have to wear the glasses that my dog ate. You have to wear the glasses. Look at this. It's chewed up. How bad are your eyes? Uh, I mean, like, I can see you perfectly. I see all this. Like, if you're asking me to see detail from up there, I know you're an eagle hawk. But, you know, but I, 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 I it's like, hey, dude, I, I, I went pretty hard on the internet, on the pornography for a while. I oh, wrecked my eyes. So you wrecked your eyes. Yeah, I wrecked my I mean, I, you're not drinking water when you're, like, partying and watching porn. The last thing you do is drink water, which is what you need because your eyes start to dry <laughs> out. We were just talking about what makes a good podcast, and and it's like you got to have a fucking point of view. Yeah, and that's why you got to be authentic. In my humble opinion, dude. Brendan and I laughed the hardest we ever laughed when we were doing fighter than the kids. We had a pot. We had an we had a commercial for Toyota for the Toyota podcast, and some fucking some fucking (laughs) yoker in in at Toyota decided that they were going to do a 
that they said, let's do a, let's have a Toyota podcast and uh, it'll be stories about people in their Toyotas. I remember listening to that. We were laughing. Like, oh, you listened to it? No, not the Toyota podcast. Oh, you mean the I, commercial? No, I was a fan of Fire and the Kid for a long time. And I'd like, I remember listening to that. And I remember listening to you guys do that ad read. And I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Dude, we were laughing so hard and we couldn't get through the read. So we, funny, we, Brendan's going to animate it, hopefully. We were laughing so fucking hard. Couldn't get through the read. It was so funny that that it was like like Toyota the podcast. Like, get the fuck. Do you have a censor guy who's racing shit every time you talk? The whole point of long form discussion yeah. is that you can say what you want, be yourself. The problem, as we know, is that big tech now is censoring that. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. For sure. You just got you just got kicked off Twitter. Second time. Second time. Do you know Second why? Second time. I'll probably tell a lot of people to go fuck themselves. Oh, you were doing that? Oh, that's my whole thing. I mean, you can't tar you can't there can't be targeted harassment, I guess. Ah, uh, you know, but then I mean, dude, here's the whole thing. I was I was telling Anthony, I literally woke up today going, I'm gonna take Twitter off my phone. And then I went to my Twitter to take it off the phone and uh, I was gone. So yeah. I'm really it's, I was getting no engagements. Yeah. I you know it's I get such a toxic place. Anyway. Oh, it's so toxic yeah. and like the blue check marks are on fire over there. there. It's much easier to astroturf there than it is on Instagram cuz I always know when somebody is a fake profile is when they come, they talk shit on the in the comments, then you tw you you click on their profile and you go there and it's private. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you're fake. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happens where there are some re real people, but it's like, that's the number one way to be able to act like you're a real person without actually having to prove you're a real yeah. person. That's that Russian bots and all that shit. It's, right? it's a lot of different things, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, here's the whole thing. So it's like Spotify, Sirius radio is trying their hardest to fucking start podcasts. And like the minute you insert a suit, yeah. into the equation of a podcast it's done i have people calling me all the time asking me like i, I have these guys they're putting a lot of money into this podcast and they're, they're a company i'm like you can stop talking yeah. I, I don't know these guys are trying to create a pod it's like trying to create a video and make it go viral that just happens you're, you're it's an accident you're right. not you're not gonna get a bunch of really smart dudes who are who know a lot about production and content and, uh, and they're going to create a podcast. Shut the fuck up. Ho Hollywood does this all the time. I've had big directors say that what Hollywood will fucking do is they will they will <laughs> take a, a, a sort of a, an idea and put a bunch of talented people around the idea and try to develop it. It's got to come from one person. It's right. got to come from the inspiration right. of right. one person. Right. Right. I watched right. Steve Byrne made me watch four hour, the four hour cut of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. You watched the whole thing? Dude, it was, it, like, I guess it's a good movie, like Zack Snyder's- I God, guess, he's, he's, that's a great, I, I used to love Zack Snyder, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah. 300, oh, I fell in love with amazing. his style. He's amazing. But then it got, you know, you know yeah, I have my own much, issues. It, 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 but also every fucking, every scene was an ending. Every scene was dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Shut up, go to black. Oh, we got another scene. Like. And like, then there's so much dialogue in his movies. Uh, it's like why it's like Avengers good, is dialogue. so much better because Avengers like, I mean, do you want us to talk or can we just fight? You know, it's kind of like <laughs> when you're with a couple chicks, you're like, uh, are we just, are you want me, you want me, what oh do we, God. are we just going to fuck? Right. It's right. like, and Avengers are like, we're just fucking, oh, we're dude. just straight fucking. But, but the, the, when I, as an actor who knows how movies are made, when I watch 
Like when I watch Justice League and I see all these actors that people talk about, Jason Momoa, who has the kind of body I want, and I want to look like that guy. Jason Momoa, um, you got that guy, Ray Fisher, who accused everybody of racism, uh, big handsome fucker. Um, then you have Amber Heard. Which um, one's the guy that accused everybody of racism? Uh, Ray Fisher. Ray Was Fisher. he play? Cyborg. He played Cyborg, but he got written out of the Flash. Then you got the guy who played Flash, who's an amazing actor, funny as shit, um, Ezra Miller or some shit. Um, I looked these guys all up, and then you had, um, uh, yeah, it was so bad. And I know that the guys that he accused, he he's going to be in trouble because he he was. It seems that he was very unfair, from what I understand. I don't know. Very don't, unfair. What do you mean? Was he easy to deal with? Well, he wasn't specific about his accusations of racism toward uh, the heads of the company, but they did a real. They did an investigation, independent investigation. They were like, we didn't see any of that. Yeah, I mean, but he was tweeting, and so what you do when you take on the brass like that, you know what happens? Watch, watch. Like the guy's a good actor, good looking guy. I don't know. Maybe he's a good guy. I don't know. I don't know what his experience was with Josh Whedon, with who he accused of abusive behavior. <laughs> I don't know, right? I, I wasn't there. I don't want to say right. anything. But but what? But when you take on when you take on the top brass of Hollywood, oh yeah, bro, they just Stick go a fork in, yeah. dude. They they just go, oh cool, very yeah. cool. You embarrassed us, but none of them got fired. He called them out, but none of them got fired. Warner Bros. stuck by them because they didn't find any. They didn't they didn't agree <laughs> with his assertion. So he went took to Twitter. Watch. Then he enjoy got, he gets, community dude, theater. He had such a huge career, and he was such a good-looking guy. He could have done. And now Warner Brothers goes, oh, "Okay, you've been written out of Flash." What happens is nobody's gonna. It just goes quiet. It just gets quiet. They, 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 nobody wants to fuck with you now because yeah. they're like, "What yeah. if he does that to me?" What was this guy goes to Twitter. Catwoman forever? Um, way back. Oh, um, um, she um, wanted to Sean be Catwoman. Sean yeah. Young. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. she was going nuts there for yeah. a while, yeah. and it got real quiet. Yeah. It, it, she never recovered, but um, so so so. But anyway, but but I'm watching these actors, and they're all getting paid and all that. I'm telling you, they're on a soundstage in terrible costumes with terrible makeup, behind a green screen, and they're doing this. <laughs> and that, that's what they're doing. Cut. Try it again. <laughs> Cut. Oh, fuck. Can you, his hair was his hair was. Here, can we get his hair back? Because it's not going to match the shot. Hold on, let you get. Hold on. He's like, okay, are you ready? Yeah. Ah! Like that. He's sweating on this side. That light went out. Can we try it again? I swear to God, that's what it is. And then, all right, guys, ready? And then you stand like that, looking this way. Now, now turn this way. Good guys, hold that. Hold that. Cut. Good. Okay, let's try it again. You are blocking him. Your shadow. So you see that light? We got to make sure the light is hitting his face. So can you, Amber? Can you move back a little bit? Awful. That's what you do as an actor. People don't realize that. All of the movies, like you're in Justice League. Awesome. Pack a lunch. You're gonna be bored for four months. They pay you basically to stand around, right? They don't pay you you much money. Acting for free. Yeah, acting's for free. You're also not making that much money. You are like if you're Jason Momoa, you're making a lot of money. You're you're Aquaman. You are making money. Like Iron Man. What was his name? He had. Those guys make a lot of money because they're great actors. But, but. Man, I don't care what anybody says, you do work for that money. And by work for that money, I'm not talking about roofing. I'm not talking about coal mine. I'm talking about standing work, around, dude. standing around in a costume and 16 hours a day, you're there at five in the morning in the makeup chair, 16 hours a day, and you are going to get ready to, ah! <laughs> See, some days you're going to be in the background just doing this. I, you think I'm kidding? 
I've worked with the biggest actors and you're, you're, some days you're an extra because you have to be in the background shot as the guy's talking here and this guy's talking here and you have to be back there like this. <laughs> I'm not joking. It sounds it awful. When you, shoot, when you shoot ER, they, they would like, all the fucking actors were like, fuck, because you'd have to be in the operating room operating all day while they shoot the three scenes. I've shot movie. Here. I've shot so, a movie yeah. before. It was standing around is awful. Oh, you want to you want to die? It's why some people go. I know I'm going to make twenty million dollars for this year, but I I can't do it. I want to get into movies. Well, that's also that's also, dude. Why like like people like oh, dude, his career just crashed. You never saw him again. Some people leave, dude. They leave. Some people are like. I don't want to do this anymore. Dennis Miller said, I want to go live my life because I haven't seen anything. I've been inside a soundstage and I'm 65. Yeah. I want to go, I want to go to France. I want to go look around. And I get that. But like these actors that sell their soul, it's very, I mean, I'm friends with some of them and I see what they have to do. It's the most bizarre shit. You're in a car and it's just a green screen and the car's moving like this, you know, or you're on a spaceship. You're like, hey, hey, hey. I mean, Ben Affleck with that fucking suit. I mean, that suit all day and just this part of his face. And he's like, I don't know where we're going. I've got to do this now. And I've got, to, and I've got one line to say, we need you. It pays $10,000. <laughs> Make it twenty-five. Cut. Good stuff. Uh, careful not to squeeze too hard because we're, the makeup is coming off. Him, so you, can, you think I'm fucking kidding? You I think I'm kidding? That, the conspiracy dude. is that Hollywood and being a movie star is fun and awesome. No, it ain't. Especially now. Used to be when you were a movie star, you, yeah. you ate at great restaurants. Fame you, sucks you, you now. You can fuck people who are way out of your league, right? F f now, fame sucks now. Now you can make you could you could you could be with somebody who you thought was hot, some some girl, and she, ten years later she's like, I, I didn't feel comfortable. You're fucked. Yeah, or, I mean like you, you I mean like, them. dude, like I, these young guys, do you guys gotta get videos of girls going, you can Eat my butt. You can spit my matter. vagina. It still matter. You can jizz on my face. But it doesn't matter because you can still say that I was manipulated. I was uncomfortable. We live in a weird time. I don't want to get into that because it's too traumatic for me. But, right, um, right, right, right. But having said that, um, but but having said that shit, um, yeah, there there are certain things that you 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 can't protect yourself from, right. and that's that's the way it right, is for now. Right, right, right. Um, but and you definitely can't protect yourself from the boredom, the boredom that is fucking. I just don't want to do it, movie. man. I just, you, you know, do. Hollywood fucked me uh, very early, and maybe I just wasn't good. I will totally accept that I wasn't good enough, dude. I don't you know? believe that. I have a theory. Acting-wise, come on, dude. No, I, I wasn't pretty enough to be a bad actor. Like, at this look, you got to be, like, thespian, Shakespearean, next level to be. To carry okay, this. watch this. Watch this. If you worked with me, I, I can make you a, uh, an actor right away. Watch I, this. I'm going to okay. show you something. First uh, of all, it's not why you didn't make it. It's because you don't like acting and you don't know it. Yeah. It's because you could never do uh, what what actors do. It's because you could never be on set all day. Well, it's also, nothing. dude, like I would walk in, like you can walk in and just see in a casting director's eye whether you fit that or not. Yeah. Like, and like I'm gonna be honest with you because I don't want to act ever in anything unless I write it or produce it or be a part of it that in that way. But it's like. A lot of these casting directors are like plug and play. It's like sassy black chick, uh, asshole j white jock guy. Yeah, it's yeah. like plugging in these. But, that, that, but, but I, let me show you acting. Watch okay, this. Okay, let me acting see Acting is it. just about having a point of view okay, yeah. behind the lines. Yeah. So, so look at Anthony. It's kind of weird. Just say, I love you. 
Okay. Look Can up. he play the character of Angelo? Yes. Just look at him. Watch this. I'm going to show you how you do this. Watch this. Just do. I'll make it really simple. Just say I love you to him. I love you, dude. Great. That was good. Now look at Anthony and say it like you just realized it. You just discovered it. I love you, dude. That's it. That's an outstanding job. Thank you. And that's acting. Yeah. And, Can I and, get that and for so my reel? If I were your director, <laughs> Sam, and, and that was the line, I would make you a star because that's hilarious. Thank because you. what I'd say is, Sam, try saying I love you like it's a, like it's a discovery. <laughs> and people in the audience would laugh at that. If you were like, I love you. <laughs> you see? And that's just, that's what I learned to do. Where you put, you have a point of view on a line. Okay. Right? Yeah. And you could do the same thing with watch. You could do this. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> All right, great. Or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you see? And that's way more interesting. So way more what I just did was I was I, I did it. I made an unconventional choice. I put a different psychology behind the line. The lines don't mean anything. It's the intention behind the line. I love that. You understand? Well, you know, it's like explained well, that to you. I would have explained that to you and I could have gotten gotten you a lot more parts, but you are probably working with an acting teacher or not an acting teacher. But when you work with somebody who's been no, in the I was, trenches, I was not good actor, yeah. and I really because you didn't have it explained to you. But if you were, with I, I'm really, really good at playing me, and I think me is an over actor. No, that's not true, Sam. It's <laughs> not, not true. Good. I would, I would. You just did. You just did a great job. Thank you. I just gave you how much a do direction. I owe you? A lot. I just gave you a. Can direction. you take it out of the thousand that you owe me? Oh fuck, I do. That was a thousand dollars. My time is, is precious. But I, all you needed was a guy who, like me who really understands acting because I worked super hard at it and failed mostly. Yeah. But, and I failed a lot. But, but I worked dude, so hard Dude, you were in the Joker. It. How can you ever say that you failed? You were, dude, I saw you in the Joker. I'm like, look at this motherfucker yeah. right here. Yeah. You, that's it, dude. You can, it you good. should have called it a day. Call just it a, a day. Been like fucking Bruce Banner. Just get your fucking backpack and right. hitchhike and out and of hitchhike, town, dude. Yeah. Right? How well, how many days were you on set for that? Five days. For that? Uh, yeah. That's, that's what acting is. Yeah, and you saw crazy. this much of my face. Yeah. It was great though, in, dude. In the mirror. And I improvised a lot. We had a great time, but you know, but, but the bottom line is like when, and again, having worked with some of the best actors in the world and having worked in some of the best movies, I, you know, it's, it's the, uh, the process of doing a movie, unless you really love it. If you're Bradley Cooper and you really love acting, he loves the details. He loves the shots. He's a director. He's going to be a great director because he loves the entire process of film. He's passionate about every nuance. He's insanely disciplined and he what just you, loves it. Really, I'm not that guy. What do you think was the greatest era of film? I think it was the seventies. I think you can make a very strong argument that it was the 70s. The 70s because it's like... Nobody tells stories anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean, because well. you can gotten to the special effects that dominate movies now that do so much. And you really, in my humble opinion, had really great actors then. They were like... It was, it was still almost like theater at that point. But 
you know, you watch now, like some of these people, they, they literally don't say anything. They well, don't emote anything because they're so pretty. Yeah, you, you, this this woke movement of of equity, this idea that you have to put certain people of color here and then certain directors, you have to check all these diversity boxes, is the worst thing for art of all time. It's not that black people and Asian people and Latina people and white people can't have their expression and, and don't have amazing uh, things to offer. Um, of course they do. And, of, uh, and, and it's great that we have such a diverse community in Hollywood, How, and there's a lot of emphasis on it. However, that cannot be the first consideration Artistic inspiration comes where it comes, and it may come from a Jewish man. It may come from a black man. It may come. It, it, uh, 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 um, it may come from an indigenous woman. It doesn't really fucking matter. What matters is that that artistic expression is not diluted, or at least diluted as little as possible, so we get their pure expression. Now, my experience is primarily, if I'm going to write a movie, I'm not going to write. I'm not going to have a lot of parts for indigenous people. I'm not going to have a lot of parts maybe for Asian people. I don't know. Maybe I will. But for the most part, I'm going to write from what I, my experience is. Which you know. Which I know. And so the, the, the 70s didn't have to deal with this insane politics. The 70s, remember, had a lot of directors and writers, many of whom had been Jewish, who were coming from, um, and not just Jewish, I'm sorry, but also um, they were coming from countries that practiced terrible censorship, communist countries, fascist countries, yes, anti-Semitic countries. Yes. And so they, they weren't allowed to express themselves. Why were the great musicians? Why were, why was there, why was Charlie Parker, Billie Holiday, Miles Davis, John Coltrane, Muddy Waters? Why were all these incredible musicians black in the, in the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies? Because the only way a black man or a black woman could express themselves without worrying about a police baton hitting them in the head or something was through their horn, through their guitar, through their voice. Yeah, dude. I so, so one of the great things about art is that if you allow censorship and if you allow politics, if you allow ideology, I don't give a fuck if it's left wing, I don't give a fuck if it's right wing. If you allow politics to control art, there's a difference. I'm going to make a distinction. If you allow it to control art, if you if you have this this looming big brother eye that's going to ruin your career, if you tell someone, I you can't a director or a writer can't say I don't like that. Here's a note. You can't have your underling. You can't have the actor or the writer you've hired say fuck you. You're being racist. This is my expression. You can't have that. You have to allow this person to be able to speak freely yeah, and be right, offensive. Right. Right. Now. That doesn't mean that the artist who is doing this art can't put their own political point of view into it, yes. right? You yeah. have to have that. You have to allow for that. And, and that's what made Paddy Chayefsky, when he wrote The Hospital, when he wrote all these great movies, what Billy Wilder, Jesus Christ. I mean, these are some of the, some of the greatest movies and they're some of the greatest writers and directors, um, Ilya Kazan. These were people that were coming from countries where they couldn't express themselves. They didn't come from money. They came from being kicked around. They they had their shoves and kicks in their face, but they came through, to quote a Queen song. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and so we we are living now in a time. Isn't it interesting that now we we're too we're so terrified to make movies? And I think there are some good movies being made. Brian, I just want to say it's like I think art is about to explode. I was doing a podcast the other day. I, I don't know if I said here, but I think pol comedy. People always ask me, is comedy dying? I go. 
It's about to take the most quantum leap we've seen in, I'm not lying, decades. Hopefully. No, it's I going to, it. dude, because let me tell you something, Brian. The, the, the systems of control, okay, are, 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 are just disappearing, dude. The, you know, I, did I talk about here yesterday about Jerry Seinfeld? Have I already said all that? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. About Jerry Seinfeld and what he... Yet. Not the seventeen-year-old tits thing, but the uh, what he did—the stand-up comedy. No, that like was, I love oh, no, that was that was I think on Zoom. Okay, yeah. but the point is, it's like the point is, is this is that the in this, you know Louis Anderson said it right. He goes, Louis Anderson goes when why was coming up. The artist decided what the art was. And the, the suits had to work with us. At some point, the suits became telling us what kind of art they wanted. And their stranglehold was on art. And they choked out anything that didn't play by their rules. Yep. That's gone, dude. That, I mean, that's gone. There will always be, get, like, what's going on Saturday Night Live or anything like that. I have friends on Saturday Night Live. God bless them, dude. But I don't know what that leads to anymore. What does it lead to? I don't know. Can you sell a bunch of tickets if you're on Saturday Night Live right now? Right. I don't know, man. But man, that that control's gone, so. and we're gonna see that we're gonna see an explosion of comedy like we've never seen. True, like like you know, it's like Sam Kennison was doing something. Jerry Seinfeld and what he represented—not Jerry Seinfeld himself, but what he represented—kneecapped that movement of real crazy, honest expression yeah. for for clean, wholesome, observational comedy yeah. and. That mechanism that did that is gone, and now we're gonna see craziness. I mean, dude, yeah, you know, you're right about this because, like, YouTube itself has some TikTok. You get some talented. Uh, yesterday, I come across this guy. I think his name is Teddy Swims. Um, hold on, let me see this. I, th I think that's what he's called. I'm gonna look it up. The motherfucker is. <laughs> I mean, it's worth. I don't know if we'll get kicked off. But I want to show you this guy. This blew my fucking mind. I was like, what? Um, yeah, Teddy Swims. Listen to Teddy Swims for a second. Go to YouTube. Listen to this motherfucker singing. He was singing Tennessee Whiskey. He was singing What's Going On with uh, what Marvin Gaye. He was singing uh, I Can't Make You Love Me. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I was like, I, 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 I just can't believe this motherfucker's voice. There he is right there. He's got 1.9 million subscribers. Dude, he's that's so great. insanely talented and he's making money, but even just doing covers. Um, listen, wait, let me see. Oh, let look me, at this dude. Like, oh, where does that dude? Well, listen to what's going on. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this dude. I don't know if we're allowed to play this, but fuck. It's on Vimeo. Yeah, okay. we might be able to. Oh, it is? His, his band is incredible. What's the name of, how do you, what's his, what's he called? Teddy what? Teddy Swims. Can you, can you stop it one second? His voice is perfect. So I want to say something. What does this guy look like? Everybody I grew up listening to when I was a kid, right? 70s, 80s, you're like, like, look at that look. Does that look like anything you've seen on MTV in fucking 20 years? No, man. No. When no. you look at the kid, the people <laughs> I grew up artist. with, I'm like, dude, that guy creeps me out. But damn, dude, he's got some fucking, he he's got some talent, yeah. right? Yeah. So I remember being a kid, when I first moved to LA, we're talking early, two, like 1999, 2000. There's a place called the Crooked Bar, man. It was an open mic, and this French guy and his wife were like, you were funny, 
we want you to have a show. I'm like, holy shit, thank you. First time my name was on a marquee and on Hollywood, it was this little dinky bar. I was like, I was like 25 years old, man. And I was so excited. And man, before my show, there was an open mic of just artists. And this was before the internet blew up. And you would see some of the most incredible voices you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. Incredible. And you were like, incredible they'll never get on mtv because they don't have that look this guy said mtv 1.9 million subscribers and, and he's in like i was listening like to how this great movie. is this oh, dude. dude i know i know and he's just he's just i can't make you i can't make you love me if you don't i listened to that song i was like this dude's voice like my my, my girlfriend was like what are you doing i was like i'm i'm lost right now i need to hear this i've been practicing something cool i've been practicing faith which which is uh this, I had somebody describe faith to me. It was really cool. Oh, what did they say? He's this? a Muslim man. And he said, uh, he said, where's your faith? And I said, um, I said, well, you know, I, I just didn't really, I don't have a lot of it. And he goes, I know. You put all your, your, your trust in man. And yeah, why not, dude. Why not up here? And I go, I don't know. You know, I'm not, a, I didn't grow up religion. I'm, he goes, I'm not talking you, about religion. I know what you're talking about. I'm not talking about religion. He goes, how would you define faith? Now I'm 54. And I was like, I was like, uh, well, how would I define faith? I, uh, well, you have to, you know, I, I do believe that 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 you know, there's something bigger than me. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, how about trying this? He said, how about do you ever practice gratitude? And I go, probably not enough. He goes, yeah, I know. You're just worrying about what you've lost and what you want. You're not thinking about what you already have, dude. I and couldn't said, agree more. And he said, you know what that requires? I go, uh, looking around. He goes, nah requires humility and you don't have a lot of humility oh man because humility requires humility right it takes humility to say i'll take what i have let me let me sit here with what i have let me celebrate what i have and and love this and taste my food oh yeah as opposed to going i'm brian Callen. i'm ambitious i want to i want to be on top of the mountain Hold on, hold on. Stop comparing yourself. Hold on. You got a lot of shit. You might be on top of the mountain, regardless. You understand? And when you practice, when you have the humility to, he said this, he said this. He goes, when you have the humility to practice gratitude, you will develop the strength to have faith. And Dang. I was like, dude, that's the shit bro, right there. Bro, I'm 54. This motherfucker is. 38 he had a, he had, didn't have it easy he had a tough life yeah. refugee refugee bad motherfucker but when he said that to me i was humbled yeah. i was humbled i was like i was like i'm going to practice gratitude and i've been practicing that and it does require humility it does require your ability to let go of the things that you you've been reaching for yeah. my whole life has been a climb yeah. my whole life in Hollywood has been trying to get to the top and I did you and I did, had dude. a huge podcast and I had I was on two TV shows yeah. and I'm selling out everywhere blah 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 that doesn't get you closer to who you are that doesn't get you closer to the truth Yeah. there's something about that stepping back and there's something about destruction and 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 deepening your ties to yeah. what's left standing yeah that is and looking around at what you have and what you always had yeah damn you know it's it's a powerful powerful thing so Dude, it's something i learned me, yesterday it's like this thing that you know somebody said it's like if people realize how little 
people talked about them when they were gone, they would stop caring about their legacy. <laughs> and they would start so true. fucking fuck. All the shit you listed that you've done yeah. is like, who cares? Nobody's going to give a fuck, It goes bro. away. No, there will be a time that nobody will talk about the Joe Rogan experience. As big as that thing is, nobody. there will be a time There'll when be nobody. There will be a time when Apple is no longer a company. Yeah. I mean, there will be a time. And these are the biggest brands in the world. But what <laughs> matters is, like, did you love the people around you? Did you help the people around you? That's all I live in, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, law of attraction, model of abundance, love thy neighbor. Those three things you practice, I practice them every day. Your life will change and you'll live in the fucking glory of fucking wherever we live in, dude. Yeah. And that I have been on a spiritual journey and that is and I was blessed that it started before the pandemic started. It really was like when I had my kids, I really focused on what I was and what was going on in my life. And like how just I was just on a, a very selfish, destructive path of drugs and sex and destroying everything else around me man because i was so lost into this shit and then like i just started this podcast and don't you and you see people don't you who who get everything they want quote unquote and they're miserable and they destroy, well, they destroy it oh my god they they're so it. miserable because they thought it was things and i learned i learned that lesson actually early when i heard the whole story of the chris farley how he thought like fame would make him happy and it wasn't and he would just kept doing drugs and i'm like oh so that's not it and i learned that very early i was like nope that's not what i'm looking for dude well i learned it intellectually i didn't learn it here you know and i still haven't but i but i it was very eye-opening to me yesterday i was like man i don't practice gratitude enough i don't practice that i don't thank i don't thank the god or whoever it is for what i have man i have a lot I have a lot. You have a lot. You have so much. Yeah. And, and so much. Well, first of all, I win all the time when I when I talk to you. I, <laughs> well, look, I don't know. I is there great. is this a different dimension? I Did I step into a different dimension? <laughs> hey, dude, come on. What man. dimension is this? Come on, bro. Where you get wins. Come on, bro. So I got kicked off Twitter. We already talked about that. And like part of me was like, how much of my angst in my life is is brought to me by what I see on Twitter? Am I really sad that I am no longer there? Because I could start another Twitter and just build it back up to where it was. But I'm like, I'm at the MIC online and go without it. And if I got to promote something, I have like some of my podcasts have Twitters. I can throw something on there. I'll promote it for you. But I am I think I'm out, man. I, I It's so much anger and dis, and like nobody's. It's just like, you know, Twitter is a room in which people just yell and they're like, this is bullshit, you fuck you, you're stupid. And, every, and nobody listens to anybody yeah. and they just run and they scream. And that's all it is. Yeah. It's a scream room. Well, I also think that it's just politics is such a power grab. Like, like the idea that, that Biden suggested that just asking people to have, did we talk about this already? I don't yeah. know. I wanted to talk about Mark Maron had Hunter Biden on his podcast. Hunter Biden lives in... My, my neighborhood, which I'm hoping yeah. since he lives there, they'll do something about the homeless situation. <laughs> For real. Like, talk to your dad and get some shit going. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel about that because I love Mark Marin. He is one of the greatest comics I love Mark ever. I, love Mark. I just don't know if having that guy on is good for anybody. I think having anybody on is good because I want to hear what he has to say. 
I don't I don't care about I don't care about having him. I don't think Hunter Biden's that relevant to you. I mean, dude, he said kick to the Chinese fucking uh, company, kick money up to the big guy. Yeah. I mean, like to me, that's treason. Well, these are these are stories that need. This is this this is a this needs to be investigated, and it will be investigated. But or let's see if it's investigated. I don't think it is. That's my biggest thing, dude. I'm a big. Uh, uh, my parents were my grandfather. My cousins are in law enforcement. <laughs> you know, uh, I have my gr- great uncle. My de- my grandfather's brother died at 21 years old in World War II. I've had family in the military. I just had a cousin get out. I question who is law enforcement protecting when we've had two a president assassinated, planes thrown into buildings, and two elections fucking hijacked. Who are we protecting? What are we protecting? So here's what, what I here's what I have to say. You know, like you, you, you believe in like like a different kind of hijacking, uh, hijacking when it comes to elections. My my thing is this: what's what's with the Democrats and and then with Coca Cola and MLB and Coca and and Delta and all these big corporations getting on board. When Joe Biden says that requiring somebody to have an ID to vote, which is which was passed in Georgia. What, what, when, when, when that's the question, when we want, we just want to make sure that the people voting are who they are. I have to give an ID to everywhere I go. If I get on a plane, I need an ID. I need an ID for everything. When, when, when Joe Biden compares that request and that law to a Jim Crow law, which was so irresponsible, explain to me how you're going to stop voter fraud. Explain to me how you're going to stop people in certain districts from going in and voting five times. You won't be able to. And that is how the Democrats can hijack an election for now. And it's also how the Republicans will be able to hijack an election. For sure. I mean, dude, there's no good guys in this thing. So the reason you want IDs, and don't tell me that black people, which is what they say, they're so condescending, black people can't afford IDs. Shut the fuck up. They had the internet and they had the ID. Don't don't condescend to black people. Don't condescend to people of color. You fucking liberal motherfuckers who are only interested in a power grab. Chuck Schumer, Biden, Kamala Harris, all these people are interested in a power grab. Mm -hmm. And and corporations like Coca-Cola and Delta are just spineless and terrified of the Twitter mob and of 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 consumer backlash and of political backlash and so they're going along with it i don't Everyone think that's knows- true brian we talked about it on the last yeah. show oh, i don't did? think Sorry. that's true i think they don't care about financial backlash because they wouldn't do it because it is shown that once you go woke you go broke this is about a political statement and meant to have everybody fight with each other because do you know where they moved the all-star game to brian no Colorado. Do you know what Colorado requires when you vote? An ID. Exactly. You have to have exactly. an ID. 26 states require an ID. Yeah. Why is that? I, I can't believe. I always have had to show my ID. I didn't even think about it. Of course I got to show my ID I, because I'm voting in my 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 district. My district. I, I can't have. If, if I had a kind you could have everybody come from all over and just vote. That's how you would hijack a district election or local election. Just have just get. But they were busing people in anyway. You know, you 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 can get a lot of people off the street. You can just get a bunch of people and say, "Come on and vote." And nobody, a lot of people are low information and have no fight dog in the fight. You can incentivize people who don't give a fuck and create havoc that way. It's how you can hijack and get get somebody elected who's really incompetent, really evil, or really fucking whatever. I dude, and, I think it, that's what happened craziness. in the last one. It does. You know, it's so funny. Someone's saying this. The the. <clears throat> 
Joe Biden just fucked Georgia so badly by making that statement and then moving that that all-star game, which brings in a hundred million dollars to the state of Georgia. And Georgia, Georgia like was one of the main states that supposedly voted for Biden. I mean, like you just fucked the the quote unquote people who helped you, man. Yeah. And it's just it's Brian, it's so much about stealing your loose and going crazy and Oh my God, dudes! Like the Stacey Abrams, AOC. These are all theater people. It's all theater, dude. Because when you study them, where they went to, what radicalized schools they were trained in. Like she, dude. AOC went to a school where she fucking was trained by ex-CIA officers. Remember, she's like jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. I was a bartender. Jiggle, 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 jiggle. Well, well she, she. Where, where did she go to school? NYU. No, dude, it's something. Now, I don't want to get into it because it's a different school and they literally said that congratulations to a graduate it's a p-a-o-d-a school or something like that aoc yeah aoc went to some school taught that had c i can't go to my twitter to show you because it's been taken away boston university okay yeah bu I almost went to be you. No, but this is a. She went to God. another school after that, and she basically was trained by ex-military, ex-CIA people. She's not. She's not um, very. She's not very pro-military CIA, though, Sam. She's pretty left-wing in a lot of ways. But Brian, what she is though, Brian, but that's what she is out there. And then you watch how she votes. She votes for fucking raising the military budget. Budget. She's voting for constantly funding Israel. I mean, she does it all the time. She votes all that fucking neocon bullshit. You have to vote for to stay in, in power. That's what really interesting about um, being a congressperson is that you. It's but really that doesn't amazing. make it right, Brian. If survival, I'm, if you're I'm surviving, saying, it's still you're a fraud. She's a fraud. The amazing thing about when we all drop dick on her, yeah, we'd love to go to Pound Town with her, right? No, no, the, the, the amazing. You wouldn't want to go Pound Town with her, but that voice would suck, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, imagine listening to her talking to dirty to you. Clip this part out. <laughs> what? Wait, this is the best part ever. Wait, wait, wait. What I'm saying is this, like, um. I I think that she's somebody who like I I, I just feel like um what the fuck were we talking about before we started talking about Pound Town? <laughs> he distracted me with you wouldn't want to go to Pound Town on her. Like I'm not thinking about that. I'm trying to fucking come up with like um a different way of looking at this, which is that- which is Biden taking uh the thing from Georgia, uh but uh, uh, licenses, pro- yeah. proof of ID. Yeah, no, I just think my thing about um, when you go to Boston University and you study something, um, I'm not sure what she studied. Do we know what she studied? Can you can you see what her major is? Because because when you study when when you go to Boston University and you are a young person, which she was, of course, your brain is Still very is. very yeah. Bachelor of Arts degree in both international relations and economics. Okay, so i I was going to I was going to major in both of those and took many classes in both of those. I know a little bit about it. You, typically, you know, when you study economics, these are called the social sciences. Almost always, I can promise you, her professors were were very liberal or very left wing. 
especially economics professors. They just have an ideology. So you're talking about somebody who's been steeped deeply in the ideology of, uh, of, of socialism at the very least, okay? And whenever you talk to a lot of, and I've talked to a number of economics professors who write books, I've done podcasts with them. And whenever you talk about the, the people like F.A. Hayek or um, Milton Friedman, the libertarian eco economists, they kind of look at you like you're talking about, you know, they're like, look at this guy in the Stone Ages. We've moved on from that. That's fine. But don't kid yourself. When it comes to economics, Paul Krugman, who won a Nobel Prize uh, for his theory on economics, who was a columnist for the Pugh New York Times. Boy looks like? He was a you know, columnist for the New York Times. Pete Com Krugman. I uh, think that's the guy Paul, who got Paul Krugman. Go he, look. He might be always, the guy who got busted. Nobody more wrong than that guy all the time. But he was a senior columnist at the at the New York Times. Oh yeah, um, dude, that yeah. guy got busted with kitty porn. Go on. Well, whatever the case, he he's a guy who is very arrogant and very liberal and very Keynesian in, in his economics. And you know, for for the most part, from what I have read, it seems he's been wrong uh, at least as many times as he's been right. But you know, AOC has been influenced by these people with an out. Um, and out, uh, what's it, a, a sort of an, an imbalanced hold on power. And a lot of these students have been indoctrinated. Yes. She is a product of that, man. And she's coming into Congress now to change the world. And part of that is, we talk about that, is not just change the world. You got to tear down the institutions to do it. You got to tear them down. So I don't know. Well, you know, that was my big problem. I don't have necessarily a problem with that point of view because, yeah. you know, it's so funny as you listen to the left cry about social injustice, racial injustice, as they cheered the middle and lower class neighborhoods getting burnt down. And then these same people who have cried about, you know, this unjust system went nuts when people supposedly stormed, which they weren't, that was a complete psyop, but stormed the, the capital where that system has been created by the people who gained the system. Well, it's unbelievable well, the what, mental gymnastics you got to do. What was the psyop? Well, what, what, what I see, my psyop is this. The, the press... Your psyop? The press didn't, <laughs> didn't show Trump saying, march on the capitol peacefully and patriotically. Yeah, but but see, my whole thing is Trump's involved with all of it. The notion that Trump and these other people are completely listen, oligarchies help oligarchies. It's just the way it is, man. And if Trump said march to the Capitol, he could easily have been in on everything as these fucking cops let let people through, and then these photo ops that are shot like the soundstage you just talked about, where they shot the uh, fucking Avengers and all that Justice shit. League, yeah. I mean, like, Viking guys, like, perfectly framed. There's, like, 19 camera guys. Well, every, the, everybody had their cameras out. And then there's, like, a guy shooting up down all over the place. You see him talking, like, the Viking guys, like, hey, dude, what's up, everybody? Talking to security there. It's complete on a fucking psyop to try to get them to pass the new Patriot Act that deals with the Domestic terrorism. So here's what I think. <clears throat> I have no. Is doubt this that, where you start to lose? No, I have no doubt that there are a lot of people who are very disenfranchised with the government and believed that the election was stolen, so they stormed the Capitol. Right, Brian. Have, Brian, <clears throat> you don't storm the Capitol without anything to fight with. You don't march on the Capitol and then storm into well, a I building. I think what happened was a couple of things. One, I think it's, it's a couple of possibilities. One is. A mob, like all mobs, get whipped up. Somebody breaks a window. People start, you know, the, the cops move the barracks. They're afraid. 
they're, they're not, they can't hold all these people out. Everybody comes in, let's go. It was like a big party, right? They're all taking pictures. Nancy Pelosi's office, look at this, this bitch. You know, I, I can see the mob doing that. But I can also see um, where, where you have a bunch of peaceful pro- pro- protesters who, like a lot of, say a lot of Trump supporters who go in there, we're going to, we're going to, you know, scream at the well, Capitol. We're going to dance. And, then, and I can also see somebody <laughs> from <laughs> another <laughs> side, say Antifa, coming in and breaking windows and destroying things to make them look bad. Yeah, this is what for happens. Sure. This is what happens. Agent provocateurs. <clears throat> happens that, that, all you, the that time. Happens all the time. It's very good warfare. It's asymmetric warfare. I can see that happening as well. I can see both things happening at the same time. I can see fucking, you know, a nutcase trying to come at somebody and getting shot. We saw all this shit go on. So it's not surprising that Americans who were... Um, sort of getting their own sense of information stormed the Capitol, right? What I think is the danger, again, is what you just said, is that, okay, you had a fucking mob of, you know, people that stormed the Capitol. That's what people do. That's what mobs do. Could have We been, should do that been, annually. Could have been Antifa. This time it was MAGA. Okay, that's fine. All right. Not so, really, but... So whatever the case. But now, now what happens... Are the Democrats who are in power, are they going to pass laws like a domestic terrorism law, which they already are trying to do? Well, they're trying to create that this was a big event and nobody's buying it. And that's why I'm telling everybody they're they're, like, there's a reason why Twitter is running this Chavez, whatever his name, trial on Twitter. You can watch it live. Why is that? Because they want people to lose their fucking skulls. No, no, but also, also, like what I'm saying, but see, I always find it interesting that when, when you have a credible threat to the Capitol, you had a car drive in, some crazy guy drove a car in, okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. A so Muslim now, dude. Now they go, we need to build, we need to build more perimeters. We need a Who said he couldn't remember and need, anything and, and he was getting mind control. We need soldiers with guns. Yeah. These cops are not going to do it. We need actually, we need, we need to beef up our force. And also we should probably step up our um, gun control laws because we don't, there are people who have high powered sniper rifles. So we got to do that also. And what happens is you use any excuse. It goes all the way back to history to create more laws like a domestic terrorism law. Um, and that takes more of our freedoms away. Now, how do you prove you're not a domestic terrorist? You might have to carry a card or you might have to make sure that if you start talking about certain things, somebody comes to our studio and says, we got to have a conversation with you. You were, Sam, you were saying some stuff that we feel could be domestic yeah. terrorism. I'm going to be very it popular be, in the it gulags. Could be, it could be incitement. But I'm saying that this is this is what happens. It, it's, when, when people talk about conspiracies, I don't look at a conspiracy. I'm looking at history. I'm looking at this stuff happens over and over again, and it's a gradual process. The best metaphor is you take a frog and put it in boiling water, it jumps out. You put a frog in water and you heat it up slowly until a boil, the frog dies. We're the frog in that fucking, and the water just keeps getting heated. Governments, George Washington warned about this, founding fathers warned about this, governments will create laws Enough laws to take all your freedoms away. It's what fucking happens, and it's always done in the name of the people. We're talk- are we talking too much politics right now? This is a political show. Sort of, yeah. No, yeah that's what we do. All right, man, because I talked about faith. I talked about Brian, all this Brian, let me shit. just get into the conspiracy of it. Brian, I, don't, I think most of your major events, which has caused uh, our, our politicians to create laws to limit our freedom, are false flags. Created by the government to create a, uh, an emergency. What you say, but th- here's where you and I, I say 
shit happens and people in power take advantage of it. You say it's been planned. Yes. See, I don't think, I think- I Give think, me an instance. So I think I think random shit happens. Right. I think I think a virus either escapes from Wuhan lab or comes from a wet market yeah. and it sends and it creates global Even pandemonium. Even though they, in 2019, they started passing yes, yes, yes. coronavirus bills. Here are two examples. I think, I think a pandemic happens and it causes fear, pandemonium, and people end up passing laws like a vaccine passport, et cetera. Gross. Um, um, uh, then, then I think uh, there are there was, for a lot of reasons, a group of Islamic terrorists in the 90s who created Al-Qaeda, and they end up coming up with this idea of flying. There's literally the a Hillary Clinton video talking about how they created Al-Qaeda. Um, they, they, they. But I can tell you how Al Qaeda was. It was, it was, it was an offshoot. Can you look of the up Hillary Clinton wait, talks just, about uh, uh, creating Al Qaeda? But the please. random, the random event, the random event of a terrorist attack that was very successful on U.S. soil is something I can believe happened. Also, I can believe that people in power take advantage of that event to manipulate it to serve their own purposes. The Patriot Act and all these things. Yeah, right there. That, that one at the our, top. Our, she's our talking about creating Al Qaeda right here. She basically says that they created Al-Qaeda. So, so here's what she means by that. Okay, shut that out for a second. Here's what she means by that. When we were, when the Soviets invaded Afghanistan in 1979. Yes. They, the, the. We drew them were, in. They were doing some crazy shit. We wanted to draw them and, in to weaken them. Uh, the Soviets and the, the Afghanis, the Soviets had no, no one, they didn't need anybody to prod them into expansion, which was their thing. They had a lot of strategic reasons for taking over, um, Afghanistan, but, but what, what they did was they, they came into Afghanistan. There was already, uh, they installed a puppet, um, uh, communist government. And what happened was a resistance built up. The, 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 the Afghanis, the one thing about the Afghanis throughout their history is, They'll let you in. They won't let you out. You are not. They are the most warlike, proud people on the planet. They are the baddest motherfuckers. The Mongols and the Afghanis. Don't fuck with the don't fuck with the Turks, the Koreans, the Mongols, and the Afghanis, and probably the Dagestanis and the Chechens. What about the Armenians, bro? The, Armani, the Armenians are a different story. They they were always constantly being fucked with and killed, so they're very very tough. But they're not looking to fight. If you come in to Afghanistan. The British, the Americans, the 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 uh, the Soviets, everyone learns this lesson. Don't fuck with the Afghan. Don't go into the Afghanistan. Don't go to Afghanistan. You're going to be fucked. And they. So what the United States did under Reagan, and there's a book called Charlie Wilson's War about this. They started arming the Mujahideen, the freedom fighters. They started arming these men who had lost entire families, had helped their entire villages burned to the ground. They started giving them stinger, shoulder launch stinger missiles because they could take out the aircraft and the tanks. And boy, were they fucking effective. And so what happened was they started to recruit anybody, including the crazies on the street. And what was the glue to do that? Radical Islam, or at least Islam, because that was the one thing the Afghanis have always been tribes. You have the Tajik, you have the Hazara, you have the Pashtun, the different Pashtuni tribes. And they were always tribes. They were always fighting with each other. My mother's gone through the Khyber Pass twice. My father too. They are they are a warlike people and they are a tribal people. They were never like, they were never like, I'm Afghani. They were like, I'm Pashtun, I'm Tajik, I'm Hazara, and whatever. And they were they were run by different tribal elders. There was just a way of doing it. Um, it wasn't even almost so much Islam. It was more like there was this strong structures, tribal structures that ran different provinces and things like that. And when the one thing that glued them together, though, was this book called the Quran. And we created the Mujahideen. 
If you look at what Al-Qaeda is, it was an offshoot. A lot of those fighters, like Mullah Omar, lost his eye. Mullah Omar, the spiritual leader of the Taliban, lost his eye to, to Soviet shrapnel when he was fighting as a Mujahideen. So, so, so much of the Mujahideen that that sort of the Taliban was, the, the, the leaders of the Taliban were the old school warriors. And if you see them, you saw the press conference, they're missing fucking hands, legs. They're a hard group of motherfuckers who'd been fighting for 30 years. And now they were like, all right, well, we, Al Qaeda was our guest. We took them in as our guest because they gave us a lot of money. Remember, it was Saudi money. It was Saudi money. We took a lot of money. Saudi Arabia, American allies. Um, the, the bombers, the 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 hijackers, uh, 9/11 hijackers, mostly Saudi Arabian. All all are, but 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 we went after the Taliban. How interesting! Never killed one American, but we went after them because we had that whole apparatus there. That's a whole different story. But so that's a little bit of a history. That's sort of why Al Qaeda was. When you say America created Al Qaeda, indirectly, that's the blowback. When you create Mujahideen and then leave, the problem was. You had all these young men who had no education and guns. And the United States said, we're pulling back. Now that the Soviets are out, we're out. And CIA, op all these CIA guys who knew the land said, you can't do this. You can't pull out now. You can't have all these young men with no jobs and guns who are already tribal. And now that there's no enemy, they're going to start fighting each other. You can't do this shit. Okay. And that's what happened. All right. But then, fine. Let's. But then, the creation of Al Qaeda flying oh. the planes. No, Brian, you did, what did you win? A, a, a history lesson that that yeah. put half the people to sleep. Sorry about that. Anyway, I do, I've, been, I've been a little long. Anthony, wake up! Wake up! The show still going. You, he was sleeping. I heard him Anthony, snoring over you, there. Did you? Did you zone out? Was yeah, he was zoned out. A bit. Yeah, okay, thank we, you. We thank clip it. Out, so let's get into this, no, no, Brian. No, okay, it wasn't bad. No, but it wasn't great either. Let's not kid ourselves here, Brian. No, no, we don't have to clip out. Brian, Brian. Yeah, we're doing ours here. Couple right. of them are going to be reading rainbow moments. Okay, <laughs> listen to me. So that's fine, Brian. Yeah. What you're saying is yeah. that they use them to fight against the Russians. That happens, right? Yeah, sure. But the, to to turn around and then demonize these guys <clears throat> as we straight up created them, and then to put out the lie that, and I know you believe it, and people you love believe it, that twenty people who came from a hut. Somehow committed the greatest aerial event ever. But they didn't come from a hut. Yeah, they did, Brian. But they had Saudi money, and they and they and they came to the United States Brian, with money. They weren't even they, dude. Do you do you, do you read any story? The 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 flight teachers, what are they called? Uh, Simulator. Simulator. The flight instructors. instructors that's yeah. word would not let these guys fly alone because they were such bad. Pilots. Well, yeah, and and by the way, though we know that that FBI and that's not like a, a two seater plane. One of them called the FBI and said these guys aren't interested in landing; they're only interested in flying. Right, Brian. And, and the, but, the FBI woman reported that, and because of the firewall between the FBI and CIA, Brian, it, do you really I, believe that uh, nineteen guys split that. up on five different uh, planes, yes. four different planes, yes. hijacked yes. a plane full of people with box cutters. Will you look up what? Box cutters yeah, look like. What, I know what box cutters are. And yes, I do. <laughs> look up. That. I just want Brian to look at this and tell me that grown ass people are just gonna sit there as this plane is hurling through space because yes. these guys got mini cutters. Mini cutters, Brian. You're gonna let. You're gonna just gonna be like, oh, I guess we can't even do anything. They got mini cutters. Look at those. Those look like. Look at the tips of those. Those look like Asian 
dicks that are so tiny. Look at those. Those are the tiniest fucking cutters ever. And you're just going to sit there and let a fucking a bunch of people from a hut who can't even see. Dude, I was in Afghanistan. They're like, they can't see. Their diets are so bad. I was there with Their you. Their diets are so bad. I was there with you. You now were listen, there. Listen, the diets are the so answer, bad. And diet, people with bad diets, I little Japanese dick cutters are going to hijack a plane. They, they, they came into the cockpit, killed the pilots, and fucking Brian, and then, dude, and you're delusional if you think that really happened. I do think that you happened. You are delusional, well, Brian. That, 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 it, nobody was expecting it. When you're not expecting Brian, something like no that, there's no way I'm in move. a pack flight sitting with a bunch of guys and I don't even have to know them. And tiny dudes with tiny knives are going to take my plane and fly if it If you somewhere. don't know what's happening and they come up to the front of the cockpit and they take a stewardess and bring her into the cockpit. Yeah. And then the other guys are sitting there like that. You Brian, at some point you realize what's going on. And I would tell you it's about five minutes into this thing. Hold on. Five minutes That's into right, this thing. That's right, but guess what? Usually when somebody hijacks a plane, you sit in there and you go, and they got the boxers like, they, they have requests. We're going to land and it's going to be a fucking nightmare. So everybody's sitting there, what do we do, right? You're in a plane. These guys have got I mean, one of the stories is they cut this fucking guy. They slit his fucking throat. Yeah. Are you just going to sit there, dude? Some, I'm sorry, A lot of people do. Not today. But a lot of people not do. Not on my watch. No, maybe not you. I can you. barely stand why these Southwest fucking cafeteria ladies are kicking babies off the fucking flight. Look, sometimes people do. And especially if it's a hijacked situation because you don't know if they have guns. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. So what you do is you go, uh, Brian, I tell being you. hijacked by five guys. Hold on. We're being hijacked by five guys. Obviously, we're going to land. Obviously, we're going to land, and they're going to have to negotiate, and it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Okay. You need, your, you need to catch That's your breath. Bullshit. You're not going to do it in the air. You're going to be bullshit, like, what's going to go on? I'm telling you, and man. you don't expect them to you fly into a building. You would not sit there after a while. And then the stupid ass, let's roll fucking sound bite that they put out that made you want to believe that the plane crashed in the ground, even though there's no wreckage there, which 100% means they shot that plane down. They shot that plane down, and they don't want you to know that. You know, there, they, there's a, there's a. If you thought that the plane was coming toward the White House, there is, there is a, there is essentially a protocol which would allow for a jet to shoot a plane down if it was an imminent threat to. Brian, what they did is the they House. fucking ran. They were running constant drills. This was the. This is why they had to steal the election in Florida to get Dick Cheney in a position oh so they could so fuck you it. You think you really think? That Dick Cheney, yeah. etc. Yeah, was now. I want to hear this. I yeah. really do want to hear what you, you want to hear it again. I want to hear. Thought, so you uh, think Dick Cheney? Yes. And whoever else? Yeah, all the planned, neocons planned all the, the yes. planned this entire thing. Yes. Now I want to ask you a question. Plus, plus, how did they fly? How who did they get to fly the planes? Who did they get to do that suicide mission? Uh pr most likely Brian was uh, drones. Sam. Yeah. Sam. Hello. Sam. Brian? Sam? I'm here. We didn't have... We... we so so they... What? Did they... They what? finagle what? with the Girl? cockpit engine? No. And... Go. Did we... And so... There. So we didn't have any suicide uh, pilots. Don't go there. We didn't have suicide pilots. What? We had... In 2001, we had the technology to put a drone... Duh. software yeah. into a 747 yeah. okay. how many planes were there four yeah yeah and we had that's what Duh. we did that's what we did Duh. 
So it wasn't these pilots screaming Allah 100% Brian. I see. So there were no hijackers is what you're saying. Ah. Uh, there, there was, and what about Al-Qaeda? Well, Brian, let me let me just clear the this Kobar up. The Cobar Towers, what? the USS Cole, the Cobar Towers, those suicide bombers, were that, was that also um, done by drones? Or, no, no, no. There was, there, there, there was actual, like, dr- this So there thing. were Arabic, there were, were Islamic terrorists. There, there have no, been, yes, at some out. point. They were yes, at out. some point, so yes. So the USS Cole, when we when we, we saw that those speedboats fl- ran into the USS Cole. Brian, Cole, have you ever heard of the USS Liberty? Do you know that situation? Yes, yes but wait, wait. Okay. Let me just go through. Let me go through a litany. The the bombings of the Kobar Towers, the bombings of Tanzania and Kenya, the the, the U.S. embassies yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. The I think it was Kenya. I know it was Tanzania. Yeah. yeah. The um the uh the USS Cole. The, these were these OKC were, these wasn't. Were, these were these were OKC was no, it? No. no. OKC was Timothy McVeigh. No, it wasn't. But, but either way, but go on. So these these bombings yeah. that happened by these these Islamic terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, these these suicide 100. bombs. We knew that was going on in Israel. Yeah. There was a, there was a whole thing going on. Yeah. <clears throat> and somehow though, <clears throat> the idea yeah. <clears throat> that they got these dedicated terrorists. Yeah. <sighs> to who were religious fanatics. Yes. To to go to the United States, yes. which you could back then, to take flight lessons. All you have to do is learn how to fly this plane yeah. into a building. But they didn't learn to fly that plane. They learned to fly a two-seater. We also know that they tried to. We tr- they tried to bomb the World Trade Center. Remember with the yeah with that van and, yeah and they got caught. It didn't work. It yeah. didn't work. Yeah, they actually got that caught. was that was driving up a a a, a, a U-Haul into well, it. And it blew but, up. And, it, but it we don't even know if that's the real story. Right. That's what we're told. Find that somehow they catch these guys instantly like that. Well, we, That's we, very suspect. We have some pretty good police work with yeah. the FBI. When you try to build, blow up. Brian, do you think Vegas went down the way they said it did? One guy with a gun? Of course I do. Oh, come on, man. Why is that hard to believe? Why, Brian? Because there's a well, lot of things going on. So, First amazed, of all, you're multiple gunshots. That doesn't happen more often. I really am with that. Brian, guy. because people are good people. The only reason that shit you doesn't... You also have sociopaths and crazies yeah. who are willing to... Take a bunch of assault weapons, which you could do in Vegas without easily. Brian, no, he was a gun runner for the fucking CIA or FBI. He was a gun runner. So the CIA and the FBI decided to kill a bunch of people at a, con- a yes. country a yes. concert. Yes, Sam, give me some advice. So, no, 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 Sam, Brian, Brian, so Brian. Let me actually say what happened, person. Brian. Sam, why is it so They wanted to, to kill a Saudi Arabian prince. Do you believe anything's random, dude? Do you believe that? What about spree shooters? Does anybody take some? Them, do do some, emotionally disturb people? Some. Yeah, so, so a lot of it's MK po- Ultra, brother. So it's possible a lot of it's that MK Ultra. It's possible that a MK crazy Ultra, <laughs> like you, MK Ultra. It's possible that a MK crazy Ultra. motherfucker yeah. at sixty-four years yeah. old, yeah, yeah, took a, about six assault rifles. Okay, okay. No, there, there was more assault rifles. Whatever than it was, that. because he was really he well was armed. He was gun running and he set up, it, dude. And he set up cameras. He was selling guns. Shot these people he was and then shot runner. himself when Who? security got up there. This guy killed himself. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't, Brian. Sam, so that was Look a psyop. At, that yeah. was a psyop. Yes. Why, Brian? Do you Why? know there were Why helicopters a, up there? Why was it a psyop? The helicopters went to the roof. Do you know that, Brian? Sure why did this? Did why did SWAT had... stop for a while, Brian? Why can you hear multiple shooters, Brian? You couldn't hear. Multiple yeah, you shooters. could, Brian. You could hear one shooter. 
Brian, one shooter killed all those people. No, they didn't, Brian. And and, and that is where all Multiple the evidence points. Multiple shooters, Brian. That's where all the he evidence points. He was a points. gun runner. He got set up. He got too big because he was suing a fucking casino. When you're that guy, you don't do that. How do you think these people are this organized? What do you think the country's running? This is movie shit, dude. You believe in movie stuff. Like, are you telling me? Now, you just jumped over now to the... So I guess what you're saying, Sam, yes. is that it's not... It's just, it's way more possible yes. that a major government organization yes. or casino decided to kill yes. a bunch of people yes. than it is that some one crazy guy yes. decided to kill people. That, yes. that doesn't happen. Yes. Okay. So there's no such thing as a So Brian, what you don't know is there was an anonymous post on, um, it doesn't matter, does it, Sam? The guy, we, we saw the window broken. We saw the bullets. The guy did you see the window him. broken, Brian? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. What do you mean I didn't? You didn't. Yeah, you did. Well, you, but Brian, the point is, is that you didn't see two different windows broken. Why would the guy be fucking teeing off and run over to his other thing and shoot over there? Dude, there was multiple people. I, I am not good explaining this part of the detail because I haven't looked, I haven't discussed is this little, case in a while. Is a crazy? But, Can I ring the bell? No, you can't, you're just Brian. Brian. You're talking. Brian. But you're just talking, huh? Brian. Are you just talking? Brian. Do you have any advice? Brian. Evidence? Do you have any evidence? Okay, Brian, let me ask evidence? you something. How many people are in the room with him? One person, him. No, Only. you're fucking wrong, Only. Brian. Brian, give me that bell. Give me that bell. Brian. Brian. Sam. Brian. One person was in the room. There's a rule on the show. You don't ring the bell Sam. if you haven't won. Sam. You're breaking the laws. Right you're breaking the rules of the universe, Sam. Brian. Sam. You can't ring a bell. You're talking about drones now. And Brian, you're drones. About, and you're talking about gun He runners. had two women in his fucking room. No, they it's only, proven. No, 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 no. He killed yeah. himself. It's not Brian. Proven. Brian. Two women in the room. Brian, there are two Sam. women in the room. Sam, do your research. I did a lot of reading on this. I was very horrified. All right, by Brian, it. I'm going to tell you something, okay? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. So, an anonymous post comes up on 4chan. It says, and they say on 9 11, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's going to be a major high impact event in Vegas. Yeah. This happens about a month before, right? Yeah. On 9 11, if you see four black vans, run. It's going to be a major event and they go what we're going what it's going to be is it's going to be that fucking crazy ass fucking Vegas owner that just died whatever is the real rich crazy one that owns part of the um Sheldon Anderson? Yeah, Sheldon Anderson, crazy guy, probably drank a lot of coffee, okay? He is going to invest in a company that does um, metal detectors and they're going to after this event they're going to push for metal detectors in casinos so Sheldon Anderson so listen to me bro don't you know I'm fucking crazy Sheldon Anderson was responsible because he wanted to make more money yes more money, even so more listen money at so Brian so they're like this is going to be a high impact event don't go so he said what 9-11 what date was 9-11 9 one what he got wrong, it wasn't 9-11. You know what it was? You know what it was, Anthony? Crazy it was man. Route 91, 10th, October 1st, which is the day the shooting happened. He got the date wrong. Yeah. You're you're a little crazy today. I'm not crazy. And My back hurts from carrying this fucking show. Now we're I have to stretch every time I come here. 
So, Sam, that's fascinating. So, I just want to make sure we know this. So, Sheldon You know Anderson, they're helicopters, right? Sheldon Anderson hired shooters and helicopters to kill all those people because he, Brian, wanted to make he was using. He wanted to make money on metal detectors. Uh, they wanted to have fucking security and at then, every casino to make that. He died a year later. Two years later. To make yeah. that money. I see. Because he didn't have enough money already. Uh, dude, Brian, Brian do you think that bazillionaires only want to be bazillionaires? I've already told you this. Millionaires want to be billionaires. Billionaires want to be trillionaires. Trillionaires want to be Darth Vader, do we okay? Who, do we know who we hired to, to, to kill people? No, they just got away with it. Just yeah, probably out. probably some fucking foreign assets. Huh. And they just, they got in, they shot from helicopters. And well, they, they, they got the Saudi Arabian uh, asset out and you see helicopters taking off. You do? Yeah. I see. He's, he's out of his mind. No, he's not. He's dude. making Brian, stories. I've done multiple he's episodes on this event. He's talking about Saudi Arabian. That, so let, this is what happened. So a okay. crazy guy so shot you a bunch of people. More uh, incredibly true shit. Brian, ring the bell. Oh, give me this. Why is the bell by you? You ring it so little, it should be close to the guy who always wins. You should. It should be always near me. I got to pee. Hold on. Yeah, go pee. Hear, is this where you hold cry because you're losing again? Do you got to punch yourself in the dick just uh, to feel alive? Yeah. All right, I want to finish this last rant, right. okay? So here's a crazy story. Here's a crazy story. So after this Vegas shooting happens, this Saudi prince gets away, chaos breaks out, right? So do you know the, the, the AI, Anthony, called Sophie? No. Okay, so it's this AI. Saudi Arabia, this is so interesting. This is how it all ties together, right? Yeah. Saudi Arabia decides to give this AI robot citizenship, what? right? They're like, you're going to be the first AI to have citizenship, right? Are you Are you going to say that's not true? Stop, stop. Don't don't look it up yet. It's, don't look it up no, yet. I don't mind that. Are you talking about the Vegas shooter still? Yeah. This is how it all ties together. It's so crazy. All right, stop. Like, how do I how do I argue with this kind of insanity? Okay, so then hold on. So Saudi Arabia decides to have a big event in which they're going to announce that that Sophie is now a Saudi Arabian citizen. So they throw this giant event. All the royal family comes to this hotel. It's a five star hotel. Once they're there, dude. This the new prince locks everybody in. They're not allowed to leave the hotel, and he basically tells them, "You cannot leave until you give me half your fortune." Well, because yeah, that that because corruption. Was, yeah, corruption. Yeah, the right. guy, dude. One of his brothers is killed in the gun battle. The other one is shot dead on a fucking flight uh, on a helicopter. Another one is beaten so badly that now he has twitches when he does interviews. Yeah, they're, they're, he is terrifying. He terrified all the royal family because he took over and was like, here's the thing, guys. You're under house arrest. And uh, Do you know who funded? The money. Here it goes. And then this is how we're going to end it. Do you know who funded the research into Sophie? Who? Drum roll, please. Wait, let me guess. Hunter Biden. No, close, though. Fauci. No, close. Okay, hold on, hold on. Kamala Harris. No, close. Okay. Joe Biden, the no, vice president. No, but you're getting closer. Was it Barack Obama? No, even closer. Was it Michelle Obama? No, or Mike or... What didn't do it. Who was it? Was his Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was very into science, actually. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He was into science. Yeah. yeah. And that would make some sense that maybe Epstein had money to spend or if someone else's money to spend on 
that stuff. Look, Epstein's a different story. Epstein, if you told me Epstein had intelligence ties, I'd be, yeah. Oh, he does. When you, tell me, when you tell me that the Vegas shooter wasn't a random sociopath yeah. who wanted to shoot a bunch of people yeah. from a building, yeah. I can't believe that doesn't happen more often. I have to be honest. Brian, I cannot believe that I can't there believe aren't it more either. psychos that decide to find a hole in the system, which is in Vegas, you can take anything you want up to your room, anything. Well, I mean, especially you. when you're using the employee elevator. Um. You're full of a lot of facts that are not substantial. Hold on, Brian. Brian. Yeah. Are you saying he didn't use the employer? I'm not over? sure. I'm going to go back and do some research. Okay, on good. This. Do some research, and I'll do and, some research. And you do some research. And that, uh, by the way, everybody, our next conspiracy social club is the Vegas shooter, and I'm going to fucking what? be ringing them bells, guys. If you want to see me live, I'm going to be in Austin this week, yeah. and then I'm going to be. Uh, and you get all the tickets at samtriplee.com. Go. I'm going to be Austin this week. Three weeks from now, I'll be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. And then the following week, I'm at Helium's in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be in San Diego on the 16th. I have to add that to my to my website. But I am going to be in San Diego. Nice little small 50-seater. Triple E's going to shred. I love it. I'm going to be in Des Moines, Iowa, Funny Bone, uh, April 30th to May 1st, Phoenix, Arizona, CB Live, May 6th to the 9th, Tampa, Florida, May 21st, 22nd, Improv, San Antonio, Texas, LOL, June 3rd to the 5th, and May 14th, a live Big and Hungry podcast. Come see us. Well, this will air after this, but anyway, see you soon. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what? is controlling everything and why they they practice sorcery i can't argue against magic <laughs> i don't know what it is that we live on but i believe it's a realm this realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven highest level of hell chicken snake gods and the anunnaki and sorcery if sam says the chicken snake god is running everything I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.